0: hello everyone welcome back to the canadian game devs.com podcast episode number 156 this is a weekly show covering all the games made in canada and the people who create them of course steve i think that's a bit of a uh ambitious claim there's no way we can cover every single game made in canada but we do our best
1: isn't that right that's true we're, we're only two two steves so i mean we try we try our best
0: we are only two Steves doing our best, and we're supported, of course, by our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs. If you back us there, you get special two-day early access to the show, a Patreon-exclusive channel on our Discord, occasional game key giveaways, uh, discount codes for gaming events across Canada, and the knowledge that you're helping us keep the lights on, covering the game dev scene as best we can. How are you doing, Steve?
1: Doing pretty good. I actually I may, I pulled the trigger and uh and bought a Sega Genesis today
0: I saw the picture I saw the picture
1: along with uh of <laughs> 94 which was like the Angel game that I had growing up and it's probably it's probably not the best one but it's the one that I grew up and uh oh man what was the other game that I oh NBA Jam and um I wanted he's the tra- on fire I wanted the tournament edition because it has more stuff but I've kind of given myself a rule that, like, if I'm going to spend all this money on a fucking stupid system that I'm not, I'm barely going to play, I want, like, stuff in good quality. So that the cartridge, mm. like, the art on the cartridge was all scratched off and stuff. So I went mm. with just the OG. And then I picked up a 32X game, even though I don't have a 32X, um, just because I was, like, I wanted to start building out that, too. And it was, like, the only good 32X game they had. I don't even have a TV to play this stuff on. But yeah, I dropped, I dropped some bills. I went to ANC Games here in Toronto. It's pretty pretty well-known uh, gaming store here in Toronto and Call of Spadina and drop some bills and build the Sega Genesis collection. I, I wanted to pick up like some of the other more well-known ones like Streets of Rage and stuff. And they're just too expensive.
0: Sonic the Hedgehog 2.
1: Yeah. They had, strangely, they only, had, they had Sonic the Hedgehog 2. They didn't have it as a, with a car, with a, a case. And I was like, no. So, Hmm. Streets of Rage 3 though, with a case and stuff was $180. Get out of here. Which I'm not like looking forward to buying. You future. know what? I
0: say that, but I did drop 80 bucks on a Super Mario 64 Mint, which uh, didn't even have the cart, but I already had the cart, so now I have a complete set. So
1: What do you mean? I didn't I you didn't have the cart? You didn't have the box or whatever?
0: I did, Yeah, I had the cart Mint, but I didn't have anything else, and I had like a really messed up manual, so I went yeah. to KW Vintage Games, which is, shout out to Joaquin, he's my guy, and they hooked me up. With the, like, mint with the seal box. Nice. and And yeah, it wasn't, like, the original plastic, right? It's, like, they, they seal it themselves.
1: <clears throat> yeah. 64 must be so annoying to, like, collect because it was just paper. It was just cardboard shit. So it's, like... It is not even great cardboard. Like, yeah. it's hard. The 32X game, I opened it, and it's like that, but it's at least in this little box that I mm-hmm. think... I had to look at, like, some 32X games because I think it's part of the original packaging, but the box itself, it was just, like... A shitty little cardboard box that i guess is now over 20 years old and mm-hmm. it's just falling apart and i was just like i feel like i'm never going to find like a good one because i think sonic and knuckles was like that and a few other ones so oh man
0: <sighs> anyway but
1: but i'm very excited i don't have a tv to play this thing on but i'm uh actually you, you get an what? adapter yeah that's true does it stretch are, it like how's okay
0: they're like 30 or 40 bucks. You, they do HDMI to RCA or like the coaxial one or a couple other one of the versions.
1: What's it and called? What's that that it called? An, oh
0: man, I Retron maybe I think was one people were looking at. Um uh, too, if I Hyperkin, search, Hyperkin does another one.
1: If I search RCA to HDMI I find a thing. It's 20 bucks Probably. actually.
0: Yeah, be careful though cuz some of them are pretty shit. I've I've seen some bad ones. You want to look out for.
1: Mm, mm, okay i'll take a look but take a gander and let us keep us updated yeah uh, I, I mean i'm gonna have to wait a little bit <laughs> now to wait up you know get a few more paychecks in before i really <laughs> but i know i have the list and i and i've you know scra- nba jam was part of that and stuff like that it's hard to find a 32x though like i, I check some other local stores because i don't want to i also don't want to just buy off ebay i want to support some of these stores yeah um but the stores i like the ones i checked like none of them have a 32x so i might have to dip mm. into to ebay or whatever for that but
0: hmm hmm it I, 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 I was a little bit of retro collecting in high school i did some ebay and uh i would much rather see it in person
1: yeah no same and, and for me it's more so i'd rather just support someone he- like here in toronto or, or whatever like you know if if it involves us going to london or something for a trip but i i gotta do this like once a month so i did my august spiel and and you know i'll i'll wait for a paycheck or two to come in and and i'll do i'll do again in october and i i told heather i was like yesterday so h3 is going to be like 200 she was just like okay if you really want this <laughs> <laughs> amazing so but good second happy second genesis day to you and yours so Happy Sega
0: Genesis Day. And with that, let's start with some news, Steve. I got three events to plug for you today. Coming up this week, Thursday, August 26th, 7th, sorry, at 6.30pm, is the August Game Writers Circle and Social from DMG Toronto. Quote, join us for a digital edition of our Game Writers Circle and Social. No pressure to prep any writing to share. Come hang out, talk shop with other writers and designers. So that is happening this week. Tickets are up on their site and it's free, totally free. For members and
1: non-members of DMG, isn't uh isn't the women's game jam? I'm I'm just looking at the list. I don't see it on here, but isn't the women's oh it's game ongoing,
0: jam? yeah. But the deadline, I think it started Friday, because actually, uh, shout out to Emily, one of the designers at Redmi Games, is participating this year, and so they did their uh, opening ceremony Friday,
1: and that'll go till the end of this week. Ah, uh, nice. Okay, so check out Twitter and our Discord for like for that for games coming out of that. We'll we'll retweet whatever swings by. Yeah,
0: she's pretty excited. She's working with the team partly in Spain. So that's a cool time uh, what's it called? Time zone challenge there.
1: Yeah, 5 hours, 5 6 hours or 4 hours maybe for you guys? Yeah,
0: sure. I think it's closer to 6 or 7.
1: Oh really?
0: Yeah, it's or maybe I'm messing that up. But yeah, so that is going on and the August Gamer Circle this Thursday and then coming up fast, Game Dev Atlantic, they're announcing more and more speakers including one of our patrons, uh, I believe Gene Laguette will be speaking this year, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Really? Oh Yeah, I thought I saw that. Let me double check that before I completely lead everyone astray. You can follow also uh, at
1: Gene Leguette on, on Twitter as well.
0: Yeah, Gene, co founder of One More Story Games, will be presenting serious and sensitive topics rarely explored in game narratives such as mental illness, PTSD, and uh, trauma at Game Dev Atlantic twenty twenty. Uh, we also have another uh, Discord member, uh, CosmoCat of Snug Sound, on Twitter. Check out their game Toxicant on Steam. They will also be presenting, as well as several other CanadianGameDevs.com affiliated and friends.
1: Nice. Are you going? Are you going? Or I guess it's I guess it's digital, right? Are you going to be? I'll be
0: viewing. Yeah. Viewing? Yeah. Is is Red <laughs> Meat uh, Games
1: presenting or anything? Or
0: no, I don't think anyone from the studio is presenting. Um, but I, I think a couple of us will tune in. That is Friday. September 18th, all day, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern, 9 to 9, Atlantic.
1: Nice. Do you have to register or anything like that? or?
0: Yes, uh, there are tickets uh, and an event break, but the details for that. Uh, their Twitter is at, let me see, GameDevAtlantic. Oh, easy, easy Twitter handle. So you can go there <laughs> or GameDevAtlantic.ca. Nice. Cool. Hmm. Uh, and then the following weekend, or I guess the day, Right after Game Dev Atlantic is the Game Devs of Color Expo. So definitely check that out for some speakers, talks, workshops, and celebrating the Game Devs of Color. Good event, Steve. Do you have anything else you want to throw in? I guess uh, Game Breakfast Audio Club will be next Wednesday, September seventh, 2nd.
1: Oh, nice. Yep. Um, I assume, because it's usually
0: the first Wednesday.
1: I thought I saw something, el- or didn't I tweet you something or something? I don't know. I gotta, I gotta start saving these instead of just like remembering them off the top of my head. Let me, let me check. We usually go through our, uh, our,
0: um, location channels on the Discord. So there's, let's see. No, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything there. Yeah, sure.
1: All right. Let me, let me check the DMs. We can move if I find it. Then I'll.
0: If you find it, we'll plug it. But until then, we're gonna plug three jobs we have for you today from Canuck Play in Peterborough, Ontario. They are, of course, still looking for these roles on Doug Floody's Maximum Football 2020 and beyond. If you want to get in on the, I guess it's not ground floor now after their fourth one, but if you want to get in at a, <laughs> a stable, I would say, which is much harder to do in indie than AAA game studio that's making high-quality football games for consoles, they are looking for a full-time senior Unity game developer with five years' experience in published titles, some strong knowledge of C# and Unity, 3D game console experience, 3D games for console experience. Um, yeah, so check that out. Full-time Unity game developer with three years' experience in published titles, some strong math and stat skills. It's football experience on published titles, strong knowledge of C# and a strong knowledge of Unity's UI system and 3D games. They're also looking for a part-time QA tester for two days a week, but increasing during the final weeks of production, which I'm, is probably now, isn't it, Steve? Like, it's coming out next month?
1: Uh, Yeah, is it September? Probably. I
0: believe so. And so for that QA tester, we're looking for someone with a good understanding of the QA process, strong communication skills, knowledge of JIRA, and previous QA experience preferred.
1: Yeah, they said Doug Foo's Maximum Football 2020 released in September on their Twitter, so
0: oh boy September 2020
1: I found um I found the other event uh interactive Ontario at iO news on Twitter take your video game business to the next level at Canada games online September 9th to 20- 10th is level up your pitches at market pulse training and September 17th to 18th get matched with publishers and investors at a b2b connect um, interesting you can sign up at CanadaGamesOnline.com. I feel like I tried to get that domain one time <laughs> and uh they beat you to it yeah, I know. Let me see if it's free. freecanagamesonline.com. I'm just free registration, get your ticket. So it looks like the B2B Connect, there is at least a ticket, mm-hmm. um, but the Market Pulse then has a free registration. So,
0: all right, check out all those events and jobs on our site canagames.com. I'm I'm drinking a, a milkshake here, Steve, and I wanna oh. I wanna give an a in-person live review because we went to Five Guys and. Everyone had been hyping up their milkshake to me. I'm am a bit of a milkshake connoisseur, Steve. I've, That's fair. I've got milkshake in my blood, and sure. I gotta be honest, the Five Guys milkshake is overhyped.
1: Really, I don't. So, how do you feel about Five Guys burgers in general?
0: Amazing! It's the best quality fast food burger you can get on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the value with the fries, man. They they put Yo, the, the they fill the fry thing so it's overflowing. And then I watched her. I watched her shovel two <laughs> full scoops of fries into the bag on top of my burgers, and just drip down the side with that peanut oil soaking into the paper. By the time you get home, you just you just shake the bag a little bit, and everything falls out the bottom because that's how drenched in peanut oil
1: and salt. Your paper bag is. They do not mess around with the, the fries at all. Um, I didn't know they had uh, milkshakes. That's disappointing to hear. I, I'm a big milkshake guy. We we just had. What did we order from? We we ordered. I don't know if this is uh, if you like. Have you ever been to Wimpy's or heard of Wimpy's? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how big that chain is. But there was one
0: in a. There was one in Brantford.
1: Oh yeah yeah true. Um, it's like a 50s style diner, and they have uh, we mm, do the u- checkered
0: flags and stuff.
1: Yeah, we Uber Eats them the other day because. We are just feeling like a brunchy, greasy type of food. Mm. And uh, I ordered milkshake from there, and, and they've always had good milkshakes. I've always enjoyed that.
0: That's good. I'll, I'll pair my Five Guys review with a review of Daryl's Burgers and Fries, uh, which is literally minutes from my front door. Best milkshake I've had in Halifax. Very good. And, Steve, here's what I appreciate about Daryl's. What Daryl's does is if you're eating in, I have I can't confirm with takeout, but if you're eating in, they fill the giant milkshake glass, stick the straw in, and then bring the rest of, like, the metal container they make the milkshake in and put a straw in that and leave it on the Ooh, table.
1: That's like so the five guys. So you basically get a milkshake it, and a half. Yeah, that's like the five guys equivalent. It <laughs> of is.
0: It is, but with milkshakes, because I, I appreciate that so much, because, you know, every other place just dumps that in the sink and then throws the, the metal uh, cup in the thing. But no, they bring it to your table, put it, a straw in it, and like, here, we're giving you the rest of the stuff we couldn't fit in the glass. Nice. And it's cheaper than Five Guys Milkshake. I, I'm just trying to get people into Daryl's. They do good stuff. The only thing with Five Guys is that it's, it's too expensive. It is. It is. It's fast food at a non-fast food price.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I still feel like Harvey's has the best fi- like um, fast food burger. I, I just love Harvey's, but their but their French fries are just utter trash. So it's- and interestingly,
0: they bastardized the Harvey's and Fergus when it became like a Harvey's Swiss Chalet split, and then they did only Swiss L A fries for both sides. They didn't do Harvey's fries anymore.
1: Oh, interesting. Are, are yeah. they different fries? Like I don't understand. They are
0: different fries. I I had a friend who worked there, and they just the swish the swish la fries come in different bags different seasoning and the harvey's fries are no longer sold at that location
1: that's interesting because when i worked at taco bell as a taco bell pizza hut mix and mm-hmm. we had and we had french fries and uh pizza did but like you could still just order and they would just come over and, and grab it but kfc is the same like parent company or whatever mm-hmm. and i had a friend who worked at kfc and it was the same french fries because i remember we would have to sometimes ship we would like share like french fry orders or whatever if uh if like if one or if one location didn't order enough or something like that, so that's hmm. interesting. Interesting, a little fast food uh, trivia, little, little tangent on the Sunday night.
0: Uh, and that's good. That's important. I think fast food's a big part of our culture, and someone should do a, a site about that.
1: Canada, All right, Canada, fa- dot
0: Let's get it started. Uh, before we do that, let's do some news. I got <laughs> several to plug for you this week. It's big news week. Lots of games coming out, things getting announced, and long time running games getting cool features but i'm gonna start with party panic which is officially out now on playstation 4 and xbox one from everglow interactive in saskatoon shout out to saskatchewan a a not often represented game development scene but a present one nonetheless uh party panic is going for the mario party uh style game but with like that kind of wacky human fall flat physics and Mm. the board, you kind of like walk through people. It it seems really cool. We have yet to try it yet, Um, but I'll read a bit of the pitch here. It's a uh, supports two to four local and online. So you can play with friends over the internet. Uh, You can play split screen uh, achievements and trophies, Steve, of course, Uh, 30 plus mini games, uh, silly hats, very key, Uh, a comprehensive AI. If you don't have any friends as some gamers don't, Uh, You can play with some good AI. A feature called The Gauntlet, uh, race your friends through a deadly and brutal obstacle course. Um, So this is sort of like a side Mm -hmm. mode from the Mario Party board game mode. Uh, And they're, of course, touting their online and local multiplayer, which, as someone who's currently working in a studio trying to make a multiplayer game, good work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, it looks like uh, it's kind of filling that Mario Party itch, because I and several of my friends got Super Mario Party, of course, when it came out. What was that, two years ago now? Or, yeah, it was my last year at university. And we were all kind of meh about it. It wasn't wasn't terrible. Like, I'm glad I played it. But after about a month, we'd done everything we could in the game. And they never updated it with any free content like they do for Splatoon or ARMS or anything. Mm. And it's kind of just, you know, dead to a lot of people. So if Party Panic can come in, hit that market, and uh, build on their successful base on PC, which looks like from some pretty positive reviews, I think good on them.
1: Yeah, I'm try- I was wondering if this is like I mean it's really hard to pick a time to release a game. I was wondering mm. if this is like a good or bad time cuz everyone's in like Fall Guys mode. But mm. a, but like it does enough things different, right? Like it has this has the split screen or the like the couch co-op stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. Fall Guys doesn't have that. Not and it's it's also like more of the, you know, board game stuff. So people are playing Fall Guys and they're in the party mood, party mode zone. I wonder if they mm-hmm. like still look elsewhere or if they're just like ah, i got my party game i don't need to like get another one or whatever um it looks pretty cool no one has the platinum yet on ps4 so
0: Ooh, i mean it only came out two days ago so i'm assuming the the trophy head fanatics haven't
1: ripped it apart yet yeah if you hear a baby crying in the background it's just my baby crying in the background
0: gotcha <laughs> uh yeah party panic looks good check it out ps4 and xbox uh next big news i want to plug for you today steve the Light at the End of the Ocean came across our timeline from Jane Tidor. Hope I pronounced that right. At part-time storyer on Twitter, uh, they just say they're based in Canada. Lots of people don't want to know their exact location. Totally understand, uh, but they have just released their game, The Light at the End of the Ocean, onto Steam uh, and itch.io, and this game looks kind of cool. Uh, here, I'll send you the, the link quick. It's uh, I think they're going for that visual novel point-and-click style of game. Ooh. And it's got a great art style um, and a very lovely trailer I like good trailer music Steve there's an art to a good trailer um, it's currently got uh, no user reviews it's sort of just a small indie game um, it's coming out in 8 days so none of the uh, curators have picked it up and left anything for us yet but um, let me read from the game's description bit a young woman wakes up in a lighthouse with a head injury and no memory of the shipwreck that brought her there a stone-faced, stoic lighthouse keeper assures her that help will arrive soon but seems unwilling or unable to help her figure out whom or where she is. Help the lighthouse keeper's guest uncover the mysteries of the island, its inhabitants, in this point-and-click visual novel about an unlikely friendship and loss of identity. What do you think?
1: I'm just looking at the Steam page. There's a few reviews from VN Game Den and Blurdy Autumn. I don't know if those are people. Um, Yeah, like point-and-click adventure games. I add to my wish list if you want to play the the thingy. Of course I'll play the thingy. Um, Yeah, I think it looks like a pretty solid-looking thing. I guess it's going for the mystery sort of style. Wake Mm -hmm. up, you know. I guess it's just like, you know, the wake up in whatever and you don't remember anything is always kind of played out a little bit, but it can always kind of turn interesting. So I'm down with this.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That is The Light at the End of the Ocean on Steam and H.E.O., but definitely pick it up on H.E.O. if you can. I don't know if there's
1: a Steam Key affiliated, but I feel like they probably would do that. One playthrough of The Light of the End of the Ocean will take approximately an hour and 15 minutes, including all endings and bonus content. The full length is about two hours total. So it's a solid Sunday, rainy that's afternoon. That's amazing. Rainy afternoon That's amazing. Game.
0: That's how you sell me on a game now, Steve. You're like, two hours, you do everything. I'm like, holy moly, that's so doable.
1: It looks like it goes through some shit, too. There's a mature content description. Hmm. discussions about de- depression suicide but nothing too graphic or explicit implied homophobia brief scenes taking place in a hospital and generally a lot of sadness but with an ultimately positive true ending
0: oh i kind of so, like that
1: so it's going to take you through some shit in like two hours so you know pull, pull the pants <laughs> yo steve the
0: global account director at playstation just followed us oh really yeah helping build the success of game devs and publishers of all sizes
1: Let's get, let's that's kinda
0: cool. We should we should get, get into their DMs, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, man. Oh, he's and he's got the Kobe Eternal on him.
0: Oh man. Oh man. Is that it? You doing it? Yeah. Alright, cool. That's just a little cool. I just wanted to let our <laughs> listeners know. We're making uh, plays yeah. here, com.
1: What is a PlayStation partner? Oh me. I think games. that's like yeah, it's like finding developers, getting them on the platform. Oh, I see. Hey, you know, I did download Unity today for the first time ever because i like so the engine yeah i have so much free time i was like why not and i'll just dick around with it see but I'm, i don't play the anything.
0: make the rollerball game like the first big like unity tutorials like the the rollerball style game oh, like well, monkey the, ball
1: oh well, there's there's a few like kind of i forget what they call them but there was like a 2d platformer that i kind of downloaded or whatever even though it's like a genre i'm kind of done with now but I didn't see the rollerball one because there was I'm, whatever, like a template. There was a couple of templates, and one of them was a like 2D platformer, 3D open world stuff like that.
0: That's exciting, Steve. I hope that you make an amazing game.
1: Yeah, I look forward to my game in 2024.
0: 2024 <laughs> coming Sweet. exclusively to PlayStation Five. Yeah. Now, right now. now we have the hookup. Now, Steve, you could slide in the DMs with your game.
1: I would never release anything on Steam. So. <laughs> uh,
0: speaking of Steam, Dead by Daylight. Uh, from ah, oh geez, Behavior Interactive in I want to say Montreal, but I, I might mess yeah. up. No, I think you're right. Okay, PC and console crossplay, Steve. This is pretty huge. Nice. They had a very comprehensive FAQ on their site, which I wish Apex had because I just need some clarification about that whole <laughs> scene. But whatever, I'm not sad or anything. Uh, a crossplay between PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Oh, you got all the platform holders to play together. How nice is that?
1: Very nice. That's cool. Um,
0: uh, Stadia will also join uh, when w- they launch on Stadia. doesn't say when. Probably, I don't know, this year, maybe.
1: Stadia will be dead by the door.
0: <laughs> uh, Cross progression is not available yet, although mm. they have said we are working on it. So that is probably a monumental network task. I do not envy the developers trying to figure that out, and I'm glad they're communicating their progress. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, there, it's in that you can right now play, uh, they say there are more than 140,000 dead by daylight players in active sessions at any, any given time. That's a lot. Uh, you can deactivate crossplay if you're on <coughs> console, don't want to play with any PC players or on PC and don't want to play with any peasants. You can just <laughs> t- toggle that off. which is it's just really cool steve i love i love that this is happening i love that this is becoming a precedent i'm really excited for rocket league's cross progression later this year when they go free to play i want to see how it combines my ps4 and xbox inventories um and then since it's free to play i can just uh, log in on computer and see all my stuff question mark i'm very interested in that and this whole nebulous concept of cross play and progression
1: yeah, cross progression is kind of the one that I'm always more interested in. Um, mm-hmm. It was super cool, like when I was really into Fortnite. I played Fortnite on PS4, on Switch, and on my phone, and it was just all mm-hmm. like the same thing and, and stuff. So that's the one that I always care more about. But I am excited for cross uh, cross play for Apex Legends. So good on Dead by Daylight. It's just like it makes sense now. Like you you don't want the like the death of your game, and not that their game was anywhere near dying, but like you know this only I, helps it this only helps it i'm assuming like the switch version probably has the least amount of active players on it so it's just like this is more for like the P- switch and like xbox uh versions i'm guessing more so mm-hmm. than the pc version but good
0: mm-hmm. on them good on them steve the game that i want to get unbelievably high and play spinch coming out this september dude their marketing campaign has been fire i'm loving their social media posts and they did a special physical version that was like a cassette tape that comes with the soundtrack on cassette as well as a usb of the game um, i almost pulled the trigger on their kickstarter but to get to canada and getting the version i wanted to be over 100 canadian and it wasn't worth it for me but i still love that they did it and if i was if I had big FU money, I totally would have bought it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything leading up to the launch of this game, I've been loving it. They're, they're doing like these um, every other night, like just tune in to the developers while they just listen to the music from the game and hang out and answer questions. There's just cool stuff happening and it's coming out next next week.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited for this one too. It, it just looks psychedelic and funky and, and cool and yeah, something you should get high and play, although I don't smoke so i won't do that anyways but i want to see if i can
0: stream it I'll, I'll like off off screen you know and uh definitely give that a try because snoop dogg did it and he got banned so you, you just can't do it on camera <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> oh wait but you can be high on camera you that's can't. what i'm
0: saying oh I that's see what, what saying. i'm saying just turn the yeah. camera off then yeah i'll just tilt it and uh we'll see I'm, I'm making this happen mark my words um that of course is from queen bee games and prince edward island another um development scene in Canada that doesn't get represented a lot but when they when they do do something it's this
1: yeah Prince Edward Island probably like is tiny <laughs> so smaller than Saskatchewan <laughs> yeah
0: actually I don't know if that's true I'm, I'm just assuming that's true but
1: population is hundred and forty five thousand people so like Guelph yeah it's basically Guelph Ontario stretch across an island hmm and I think Saskatchewan's like a million-ish so hmm I'm guessing both are just kind of farming, big farmers. I think Prince Edward Island is, like, big on uh, there's like potatoes. P- potatoes, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Yeah, they were trying to bump up their tourism earlier this year, and they were giving everyone who crossed a free bag of potatoes. <laughs> oh, my God, really? It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. But the other so. thing is, like, when the Atlantic bubble for COVID hit, if there was cars in PEI that had out-of-province uh, plates, they were getting, like, keyed and... Like, smashed in windows and stuff, so that was kind of detrimental to the here's a free bag of potatoes. Welcome,
1: yeah. No, doubt. <laughs> no <doubt. laughs> um,
0: but yeah, Spinch, it's on Steam, and I think it's also coming to let me, it's on no, Switch
1: I, too, Is or coming to Switch too, isn't
0: it? Coming to Switch, it's on Steam. Oh my god, did you mean Spinach? No, Google, I did not mean Spinach. <laughs> Search instead for Spinch, it's coming to Switch. Steam and Windows. So check that out.
1: Demographic of uh, Prince Edward Island, there's 120 Korean people on the island, apparently.
0: Huh. That's, 140 that's, Russian. I, I don't know how I feel about knowing that little detail or knowing those granular details about the population. Yeah, because
1: they have the number, and it's like 128,005 for English. It's like 95%. And then French is like 3.5%. Mandarin is 1.6 and then like all under 0.5 is like Arabic, Dutch, German, Spanish, Chinese. But they have the number too. So like I guess 100 like 120 like so Yeah, like, that, that is weird. <laughs> that's like a big family like not they're not trying to be uh stereotypical here, but that's just like a big family reunion really 100 <laughs> people like. Yeah. That's yeah, that's a big barbecue. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. First, right, we're see, we're I see gonna- I want to go. I want to go there. I want to
0: visit. I want to go to PI2. Let's go together. We can get an Airbnb or something. Hang out I'm, on the beach. I'm done. Play some Spinch. The, yeah, the Red Sand Beach is really famous, and yeah, we can do some cool stuff. All right, I got I got a few more for you, Steve. Uh, coming up this week, uh, the 24th to the 28th, is Game Dev, or what would have been Gamescom, but is now Game Something Online. There's a big live stream Thursday night with Joff Keeley, and his summer of play is coming to a close um but part of this gamescom online is the indie arena online and for those who don't know gamescom since like 2016 or 17 has had an Ar- indie arena mega booth um no not mega booth it was just called the indie arena mega booth was packs my bad and at the indie arena there was just dozens and dozens of indie games from all around the world this year they can't do it so they're going online and they're doing uh a sort of digital platform, kind of like—I don't know if you remember when I live-tweeted about the Amaze Berlin uh, online booth space.
1: Mm, I don't remember. No.
0: So they're setting up little little booths for all these games, and they're all the studios are making these like booths in like the little indie arena booth editor. So they're all going to have like a similar style, and you make a little avatar, walk around. There's going to be demos you can play and download. There's going to be trailers. There's going to be. Um, They're going to have the developers at the booths and they'll be able to like chat with you. And I'm very excited about that. But the Canadian angle here is lots of Canadian indies are going to be there Two I want to highlight from the developer or publisher slash developer Finji Tunic developed here in Nova Scotia. It's getting a first time like everyone can download demo, which is pretty exciting. Also, Andrew Shuldis, the developer is going to be doing a &A, Q&A with some people that's going to be on the last day, the 30th. Uh, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Kickstarter success, developed about, partly by Greg Labanov in Vancouver and some other Canadian and American and international developers is also getting a demo, new trailer, and a developer Q&A. Um, so those will be happening between August 27th and 30th, and I am going to be walking around that virtual floor trying to find all the Canadian games I can and tweeting about them. So you should follow at Canada Game Devs on Twitter for all of that. But yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it, Steve. You should hop on too. We can we can meet each other in the virtual booth.
1: I'm down. Is it is it going to be like PlayStation Home or something like? Is, or like kinda, Second
0: Life? but it's not. For, what I'm trying to remember, PlayStation Home. It wasn't first person, was it?
1: No, I think it was third person.
0: Okay, because this is like fixed camera angle, really mm. basic pixel art kind of thing. I see. Um, and it's- yeah.
1: It's a shame because PlayStation Home would have really like thrived in something like this now, where they could just have like the digital E three in that thing. Anyways, um, that's cool. Gamescom. Mm-hmm. I saw like there's a big event like on Thursday as well with like, with, with a bunch of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They're so. gonna
0: reveal season two of Fall Guys.
1: Yeah, which is weird because I think season one still has like more than a month left. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few uh, like they'll probably show a few other things too. So. Apparently, mm. the rumor is the Harry Potter RPG will be shown there. So,
0: man, what? A, speaking of tough times to announce a game,
1: yeah, no, I <laughs> uh, know. <laughs>
0: tough, tough circumstances, rather, to announce a game.
1: I know, I know.
0: Yeah, I would feel so bad being on that team. Like, uh,
1: you know, apparently, you know. Yeah, apparently, rumor is like the like people on that team are kind of like uh, she's kind of going to ins- make money off this. Yeah, and she's going insane, or just like saying some really controversial shit that people are not agreeing mm-hmm. with and people mm-hmm. on the team, but it's just like, they're just like, well, she fucking created Harry Potter. What you? <laughs> like, She's more important to this project than you are.
0: <laughs> it's, it's true, unfortunately. That is the way the cookie crumbles.
1: Yeah. But anyways, not to, not to get into that, but anyways, Gamescom is Thursday. I guess it's Thursday to Sunday next week, so that should be good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will be covering it on the site. And all these demos and stuff. Cool. I'm down. All right, Steve. This one came out of nowhere and uh, pretty exciting. A new studio, always exciting. We had Beans Team earlier this year, announced during the Devolver Direct. Uh, but this new studio, Odyssey Interactive, uh, being founded and established in the tech capital, of Canada, Waterloo, Ontario. They are stoked to announce they've secured backing from an amazing group of investors, a bunch of names I don't know, uh, totaling over six million U.S. dollars in this first round of investor funding. Jeez. They are getting their studio off the ground with this money, hiring a team of quote unquote rock stars and take a few stabs at making some hopefully pretty awesome games. They have talent from riot games and Netflix who are joining to form the studio. And yeah, they are there. They, I like this page cause it's, it's super informal and it really just feels like the, the guy, Eric Lawless is the tweet I found. Um, oh, we should follow odyssey Canada, which is the new studio handle. Post it. Uh, formerly netflix riot games and uh side fx uh, 3d animation software cool so it looks like film people and game people are meeting at this studio which is pretty exciting for me uh the site odysseyinteractive.gg <laughs> see what you did there uh yeah this is just big news and obviously whatever they're working on will be probably five to ten years away
1: uh yeah it's going to be a while <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, so they will be hiring. They said so. Keep your eyes on that, and uh, we should reach out see if they are looking for any help with that.
1: I'm surprised yeah, there's Odyssey not more. i surprised there's not more uh, game developers in Waterloo and Kitchener.
0: They they come and go. A lot of them use the like um, what do you call it the startup.
1: Oh, the little accelerator,
0: accelerator, yeah, yeah. and uh, then you know branch out to other cities. That's actually how Redmi Games kind of got started at a uh, accelerator in Newfoundland, and then at Communitech in KW. And yeah, in that Nova was Nova Nova the building.
1: That was the building I worked at.
0: Ooh, the Google building.
1: Yeah, it's also the. That's G2. pretty hype. You were probably yeah.
0: working around then, maybe. When were you there?
1: Uh, t- I don't know. I gotta check my LinkedIn. When was I there? When did I start? Because you, you. might have been there 12? the same.
0: No, Redmi Games was twenty
1: thirteen. Well, I gotta check my LinkedIn. I don't remember when. I don't remember things. I wasn't. It, it was before Heather.
0: I also didn't find out whether you gave my friend an Uber ride to Castlema, but I still want to get to the bottom of that.
1: 2012 to 2014.
0: Okay, yeah, you would have been in the building when uh, Remy Games was there.
1: Oh, uh, huge, um, small world. Yeah, I, I knew I knew a couple of developers out there. I guess it's like there's not like established like Indies or or AAA. Like I think EA had a mobile studio. They're right there. beside
0: Town Hall on the third floor there, but they they apparently do all like end and. Um, network stuff like they don't develop new games like with a team there they assist on games there
1: yeah true anyways but cool. yeah the
0: the big EA red or no sorry like black circle with the black text and the white is just right beside City Hall there you can see it it's right across from a sushi restaurant that's pretty good
1: Oh, nice
0: um yeah Odyssey Interactive in Waterloo we'll keep our eyes on it uh, two more I want to plug this uh, this, this is just, the
1: only story because you mostly run the site by the way.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, this one I'm about to do. Yeah. St- so Star Wars Squadrons, I'm very excited about being developed by EA Motive uh in Montreal and we just learned they're also in Vancouver. Um will let players toggle cosmetics on and off in the multiplayer. This is pretty cool because uh one of the things we've been observing as the schoolyard um pathos Steve, I'm going to bust out the second year uh, liberal media arts degree here, has been judging people based on their skins in video games. Um, there were some interesting BBC reports about how Default was becoming a, a a tease on the playground for kids who couldn't afford to get the good Fortnite skins. <laughs> and, and it's it's becoming a part of the, the culture of these kids because these games are so big. So I think this is a cool a cool way to kind of give some of the power back to the players in that regard and so anyone who plays star wars squadrons go into the setting turn off cosmetics and you'll just see everyone else playing in the multiplayer just as the default or basic ships and that way there's none of that fomo fear of missing out that a lot of these games try to uh, develop an intense feeling of in the players to get them to spend money and yeah i think this is a a cool thing What, what do you think
1: uh i'm not i i I'm surprised it was even, like, a thing. I'm not, like, it's, it's like, kind of a non-story for me. I'm not really, I don't really care that much. Like, I would, j- mm-hmm. I, j- I, w- I don't think I would toggle it on or off. Um, it's interesting because, like, there was, I don't think any developers actually admit to doing this, but I can tell you for sure that they do this, is that they would matchmake you with people who have, like, premium skins and stuff like that. And so people would mm. see, like, these premium skins and, like, make you want to buy it. I don't think anyone has ever, like, admitted that they do that. But I'm telling you, for CERN, that they do that. <laughs> like, mm. there's easy tools you can basically make that happen. Um, so I was, I was interested in this because it's, like, this is, like, the least EA game popping up. And I wonder if the backlash from, like, Star Wars Battlefront 2 made disney and ea kind of like take a step back because star wars jedi fallen order didn't have any microtransactions and now this is the next star wars game and it doesn't have any Mm -hmm. um and you can even just turn it off turn it off or sorry will there be microtransactions or is everything earned in the game i forget if they said
0: i forget i'm pretty sure there's no microtransactions because i remember (laughs) they said that in their trailer and i was like ah they said it they know that that's the one thing people are wondering about
1: okay I i couldn't remember if if they said like you can earn everything like eventually but you could also buy it but either way i'm wondering if like the star wars battlefront 2 stuff kind of backlash like really kind of affected how they approach star wars games going forward but um mm. i don't know i'm excited for this game but like this i was just like i hey, am whatever i don't really care about yeah.
0: this Explain the decision, quote, we know some of our players won't want any of it, referring to the cosmetics, and prefer to see starfighters that match the ones they watch in the movies, so we've implemented an option for you to make it so all the starfighters appear in their default states.
1: Cool. I cool. mean, if it's toggled on and off, then no harm, no foul for either of us. Like, you'll toggle no it harm. off. You'll toggle it on and I'll toggle it off, so there we go.
0: You know what has a lot of harm, Steve?
1: Uh... <laughs>
0: Batman? <laughs> Batman. He's dead in the new Warner Brothers Montreal game Gotham Knights, uh, announced at the DC fandom this week. Uh, it's a new co op Batman game without Batman coming to Xbox One, Series X, PS4, and PS5. And the bottom here just says PC, although, as we speculated earlier, since there's no Steam page, they might be trying to secure that epic money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remains to be seen. The game stars Nightwing, Robin Hood, batgirl and red hood uh it is not part of the arkham universe it is not in any way connected to arkham uh night city asylum or origins warner brothers montreal of course develops the black sheep of the arkham series arkham origins which personally not my favorite of the series probably maybe
1: my third or fourth in a series of four i don't know how you feel about origins i haven't played it yet It's on ps now i've been i have it like in my queue or whatever i want to play it um this year but yeah.
0: i will warn you steve when i played at launch two of the trophies glitched for me and stay on the lookout for that
1: well there there's uh i think the online there's like online trophies that are pretty much impossible to get now so i wouldn't be able to get the platinum anyways
0: but you're still gonna check it out
1: yeah i to check it out because i i i've evolved a little bit with the trophies you know i i don't care i, about I feel
0: the, i i can tell i can tell
1: <laughs> i don't care about the percentages that much i want to get trophies but i don't I don't stress about them as much. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Fall Guys kind of opened my eyes a little bit because everyone's, you know, freaking out about the win five in a row. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, you know, what, it's, it's not worth it. I might change my tune in like two months when I go ham again. But for now, I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy video games. I'm going to get trophies and, and do it. But, uh, you know, Gotham Gotham Knights looks pretty sick. Like, it, So it looks cool. it'll
0: only feature one to two-player co-op despite there oh. being four characters really um yeah so i assume uh i don't know if you played city or night but there's several sequences in there where batman and either nightwing or catwoman or robin hood show up and you you like you you throw guys up and then switch to one of the other characters and like finish them and then suddenly you're playing as that character so that was close to something i could see with with co-op and i don't know if they're going to build on that for this um but yeah you'll be able to play most i think almost the entire game in two-player online or online i think only co-op as uh any two of these four batman staples i haven't actually seen the trail i'm actually kind of watching it right now
1: they showed Br- gameplay Br- Br- too um they,
0: sh- they did show gameplay but uh robin hood is watching a, a pre-recorded video from batman left him and he's he's really sad because <laughs> robin hood likes batman i guess he's got some dad they all tensions like batman. no batman's batman's awful like as a as a person like what do you mean? The fact that he's a billionaire who, instead of reinvesting his money and de- developing <laughs> right. the actual oh social infrastructure <laughs> that you would need to reduce crime, Steve, he goes out on the street and gives people incredible medical debt and instead of the help they need. Batman is a horrible person. His whole getup is bad. Um, but the Arkham games are dope, and I love them, and I got all the platinums in both of them. Three of them. All three of them.
1: You should be playing. Because we don't um, count Origins should be playing the the national the the USSR theme right now
0: that's not even a USSR thing that's a some conservative thing things in Canada have have shown that if you want to reduce crime it's not by increasing police funding it's increasing social support fundings because no one no one wakes up and like ah, I'm gonna rob a bank today yeah you know it's like oh shit I'm gonna starve to death if I don't get anything tonight uh, I need money or food that's, that's where it comes from. And as soon as you create those social safety nets, crime drops drastically.
1: Yeah. But did Joker like become crazy and shit because you see, or- that's the thing with Batman is it's,
0: <laughs> it's all about the, the real stars of the Batman games as everyone knows is the villains. Cause yeah. they all have these weird twisted backstories that are pretty interesting. Um, but there are hundreds and hundreds of thugs who follow them. Cause I don't know, Their big face pain. Aficionados are never really explained in <laughs> more than that. Batman snaps their arm around the back of their neck. Um, and in that way, it's just stupid. But, of course, the villains are the fun part. Um, I don't know who's going to be the villain. Of- oh, no, it's the, the Court of Owls, which is a, a uh, what are they called? in an, an arc? They're called arcs, right, Steve?
1: Yeah, the, like, yeah, comic book arcs or whatever. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know the Court of Owls that much. Did you watch the Batman trailer, the movie trailer, by the way?
0: No, I'm going to watch the movie, so I'm just not going to watch anything about it.
1: So I don't get it. You hate Batman, but you will still consume all Batman things?
0: yeah it's it's kind of a what do you, what do you call it a little hypocrisy there because uh it's fair i i don't know he's just as a concept really interesting to me and i mean Batman would the, probably
1: want to defund the police like he's dealt with all these like corrupt police assholes what do you mean
0: he works with the police he only works he with a little, gordon, little cubicle though, he, in their building
1: no he work he he only works with gordon everyone else he he, he doesn't like
0: mm, no he shows up at the crime scenes like what's the situation and they help him out and uh they have you played arkham asylum they love him he's got a great he saves them um i'm thinking
1: the movie because i'm because like the no the not north North, what the hell christopher Christopher nolan Nolan. movies Mm -hmm. because he he always like he comments about how his uh gordon's men are all like corrupt and shit
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and in arkham knight doesn't that come back to bite gordon or something
1: i think Uh, i can't remember i mean i i I played all those games when they came out i don't remember them at all
0: in uh, Arkham Origins, the Court of Owls was like a, a side tease thing, I remember. So I think they're they're building on their their work there in the universe, even though the games aren't connected.
1: It's weird they're not because he dies in Arkham. Well, he, he fake dies in Arkham Knight, so it's just like, why? Who was in? Yeah, he no, he, he does the Nightfall Protocol, doesn't he? You know what? It was six years ago. I don't remember. I'm more than certain he like dies and blows up the the mansion. And then if you, like, 100% the game, you find out he actually, spoilers, doesn't die. He just, like, pretends to die. Oh, man, my baby's crying for some reason.
0: Babying um, up a storm.
1: Yeah, he's, he's being a baby. Um, I don't know. But it hey. looks
0: the exact same combat as... Um, oh, oh, he's killing people. Red Hood's just killing people. So this is very not Batman.
1: Yeah, Red Hood was a bad guy.
0: Yeah, Red Hood's just shooting people in the face. So... Yeah. Huh. Oh, okay. that's what... Th- so that's, like, the, the two sides of this. There's, like... Nightwing and Red Hood look like the conflicted killers, and Robin Hood, Batgirl are like the, the, the you know pseudo. Yeah. No,
1: it you know what pretty, I'm trying to say. I know what you're saying. It looks pretty cool. I'm just I'm disappointed that it's not four players. I thought it would like you have four players. <laughs> like what? Before oh.
0: before I mislead people because I I was just seeing that in a tweet. Let me let me I'm on the official page here. Let me let me take a gander. Um. Nope, that doesn't help at all. The yeah, Kotaku, probably. Steven Tettilla or whatever, did a good um, uh, clarification with um, the Warner Brothers Montreal team about Gotham Knights, because I think it's going to be like the Arkham games where it is just two people at a time, and they're going to do those like combo things, which you probably do in the co-op instead of switching to the perspective of the person. You like kick the guy, too. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, I got gotcha. you
0: coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC sometime 2021.
1: Oh, we can also add a game to the twenty games of 2022 list, because I know we were talking about that. Um, oh yeah, like, uh, yeah, Suicide we're, Squad. We were only talking about, or there was uh, there there's only like two games, and one of them was uh, the um, RPG from uh, Messenger people, who I'm blanking on right now. Sea of Stars. Yeah. So now there's three. Oh, there's, oh no, Unknown Status. Where's uh... 2022? Actually, there's a few more. Earthlock Two, Ludin Chronicle, Hundred ha- Heroes. I don't know what that is. Home Dude, World this is 3. just
0: this is just the Arkham. I'm watching the gameplay trailer right now, and this is straight up just the Arkham series gameplay.
1: Yeah. No, it, it doesn't look any different other than it's just like a co-op thing. It's basically the way I th- look at it is like it's that when Assassin's Creed threw in co-op.
0: Oh yeah, with Unity.
1: Yeah. So whatever what,
0: happened to that? They just ditched that.
1: Uh. Yeah. Oh, no,
0: they did the, like, hold R2 to squeeze through tight space while we load the next area thing. <laughs> mm. And just it's like, not even a tight space. Oh, that bothers me. Just like Ghost of Tsushima. Just like Ghost of Tsushima. But probably better, because Batgirl's in it. Yeah, this looks like just Arkham gameplay. Oh, they fight Mr. Freeze. He's cool. He had the best boss fight in Arkham City.
1: Are you not? So you're not crazy about this, then?
0: No, they do that thing where, like, the numbers fly off them as you hit them. Like Borderlands or whatever.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I think there's going to be some sort of grindy like RPG mechanic to it.
0: Don't say that, Steve.
1: <clears throat> oh, and you know what? Assassin- Ghost of Tsushima has uh, characters that you kind of stab, stealth kill, and or stealth, and then think you kill them and they don't die. I thought of you when that happened.
0: <sighs> That's so disappointing. <laughs> Anywho, Gotham Knights, it's coming. It's a big project from Warner Brothers Montreal, who I guess this has been their project. Well, they did the uh, Lego game. They, they did i think they did like lego incredibles and a few other ones so i don't think this has been their full time since arkham origins but very exciting nonetheless
1: maybe in this story batman's not around because he did uh like stop being batman and just sort of start funding schools and stuff
0: No, uh, apparently he just dies he gets killed by somebody oh spoilers so. he's not going to I should be dead spoilers kutaku for telling us the thing that they said at the thing All right, Steve, that's it for the news. Um, Very excited about Spinch. Very excited about playing the Tunic demo. And uh, every game should have crossplay, I think, is the conclusion of this news segment this week. (laughs) Let's move on to everyone's. Sorry, Steve, go ahead. And
1: to turn off off cosmetics.
0: Yeah, or at least. I don't know. I don't know. I'll I'll figure out how to solve the live service economy someday, but today's not that day. All
1: right. Look forward to it. Wishlist this week on the site.
0: It will. I'll, I'll bankroll this site with all the money I make from Supercell and Activision when I tell them how to fix the issue. Thanks. Uh, I got three games for everyone's favorite segment, which was inspired by you and Brett just wishlisting games while I talked about them. So we made it a segment. Rest in peace, Brett. Forever in our hearts. The first game I want to show you and the listeners this week is the protagonist EX1 from three mind games in Montreal. I actually have a three Montreal game list for you this week. Uh, but the first one, Protagonist EX-1, a gripping new turn-based tactile RPG. <clears throat> You're a highly trained soldier on a mission to infiltrate an alien space station that goes horribly wrong. Find your team and discover the hidden truth. Uh, TBD2020, uh, being published by All In Games. Haven't heard of them yet, but they have GIFs in the Steam page.
1: Gotta have those GIFs.
0: Martial arts combat system, dynamic dialogue system, initiative and action point system, and seven plus playable characters, 10 enemies, 19 weapon types, and much, much more. What do you think, Steve?
1: I'm not big. I'll be honest. I'm not big on strategy RPGs. Mm-hmm. You know, the Fire Emblems, the Shining Forces, the Final XCOM. X-Com, XCOM. Get a lot of XCOM vibes from this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm not I'm not feeling it. I, I probably it's not something I'd probably play, but I like the style. I like the you know, I like what it everything that it looks good. I just mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm just it's the like it's one of the only genre. This strategy RPGs and like real sim like racing driving games racing games are yep. like the only yep. two genres that I'll never fuck with.
0: Okay. Um Um but would you put it on your wish list?
1: I so I added my wish because, you know, we're here to help. That's that's the goal of the site. So I've added it to my wish list, but it's not my it's not my thing. It's like gotcha. it, it, you fall into one of the genres that I'm like I can't even really even think of a strategy RPG that I've liked and played for more than like two hours. And I've played a few of them because Heather likes Fire Emblems and stuff like that, and I can never get into them. So, but it looks okay. pretty cool. That's fair. I recommend that's people fair. who are fans fans of the genre fans um, of the genre. I think it would be cool. I, you know, I appreciate this person doing some Kung Fu shit on this robot, so that's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Kung Fu robot, the way to go. Yeah. So that, once again, is the protagonist, colon, EX-1 from Three Mind Games in Montreal. You can check it out on Steam and add it to your wish list. Next game today, Steve, also a Montreal studio, Clever Plays. Uh, they developed, uh, what's the one people know them from? Leap of Fate in 2016. Their next game, though, is called Operation Tango. And I think I shared an Airbnb with the studio head at Clever Plays in 2017 at Gamescom. I'm just realizing that as I look at their site. Um, But yeah, he was very nice. So hopefully the the game is too. I'm going to do the the voice. It takes two to save the world in this asymmetrical spy thriller, pair up with a friend as a special agent or elite hacker, and work together to bring a high-tech global menace to its knees. So I think the main conceit here, just looking at the trailer, is it's co-op. One person's, you know, the guy in the van giving you the details, hacking. Mm-hmm. The other person is the special agent doing the mission. So we got some real Mission Impossible type stuff going on here, Steve, which as a premise, I really, really like because that type of asymmetric co-op that I don't know if you've ever played um, Keep Talking and No One Explodes, where like someone has the bomb manual and someone has the bomb in front of them.
1: I forgot about those guys. Are they, they? That's a that's an Ottawa developed game, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it is and uh that but that type of asymmetrical gameplay i really really like and the idea of like you being like the, the guy in the van with the the information and the camera feeds and like trying to make sure the mission goes smoothly and keep me in the loop while i'm the one like in the field third person stealth taking people out like that's such a cool premise for a game i can't think of another game that has done can you
1: no i mean um no i can't <laughs> off the top of my head exactly
0: um, and so I think that, that alone, I'm, I'm really excited just about the core idea of this game, but the art style too, I want to say is very pretty. It's got that, uh, uh, first person spy style. Um, you know, you're looking at the city skyline at night while you sneak through this empty office building with security guards and stuff. And it, it looks great. I'm very, very interested. How do you feel about this, uh, Steam page, Steve?
1: Can you use some gifts? I, I want to see the character model of the lady because it looks like she has a really sick afro, but I, <laughs> but they don't like, they just show her silhouette or whatever, not the mm-hmm. and maybe that's on purpose because you play it looks like you play first person. But yeah, I'm I'm down with this. These I wish these kind of games like existed when I you know lived with a lot of people and had mm-hmm. roommates and stuff because I feel like that's like the best kind of time to play them. Um, mm-hmm. But i'm just watching the trailer again i'll play I'm, this with you steve we'll hop on discord <laughs> nice I'm, I'm down i'm wondering i feel like the being it looks like the girl is the one who infiltrates i feel like it'd mm-hmm. be funner for her than the guy
0: that's the thing i i want to see how they balance that and obviously i, I think the one of the ideas is you'd, you'd like swap roles but yeah how do you make the guy in the van as engaging as the person sneaking into the building
1: I also love just in the silhouette how they're the same height, but only because the girl's afro <laughs> like, <laughs> bumps her up. Yeah, yeah, it's a sick afro. Uh, but yeah, Call Spy Thriller, like I'm, I'm down with that. Um, yeah.
0: Is it on your Steam wish list?
1: It is on the wish list.
0: Excellent. Last game today for you, Steve. It was a bit of a, bit of a whatever. We're running out. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons, of course, has a Steam page since all the EA games came to Steam. It's being developed uh, co in Vancouver and Montreal by EA big conglomerate, horrible CEO, terrible publicly traded company. But the developers I think care about this game. It's being written by some developers I like. I don't know if you're familiar with Walt Williams, who did uh, Spec Ops the Line, bit of Battlefront 2. Um, I think there's 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 potential here for a really good story. There is no microtransactions, none of that, none of that garbage we had at the launch of Battlefront 2. And it's also not full price, which is interesting to note, Steve. It's going to be fifty nine ninety oh, yeah. nine Canadian instead of seventy nine ninety
1: nine. I forgot about that.
0: And you know, they don't they don't need to make it seventy nine ninety nine if they're just making a simple, you know, five to six hour campaign. Simple in quotes, obviously, it's a huge undertaking. But you know, a, a shorter campaign with a you know pretty robust multiplayer system to keep you playing for maybe a month or two after. That's a sixty dollars game, you know. Hmm.
1: No, I gotcha. And actually, it has a store thinny or a on the PlayStation, so I can wish list it there too. No way. Where I could save five bucks too, so because I'm cause EA access, so
0: boom. Yeah, it's fifty four ninety nine Canadian on Steam, so even better. Yeah. Uh, I gotta ask Steve, is it on
1: your Steam and or PlayStation wish list? <laughs> it's on the PlayStation wishlist. Wish list. This is a game that I'm excited to play. Um, you know, EA doesn't need our help. No, no, no. You also just shit on them, like. 30 seconds ago so I did I did <laughs> <laughs> um, pre-ordering though gets you like quite a few skins and stuff and decals which
0: you know can you earn those skins in the game is a big question
1: Uh, let's see for more information pre-order Star Wars squadrons now to get cosmetic items for your new Republic and Imperial pilots and list them but I don't know if it it doesn't say like don't worry you can also earn these outside mm. the game.
0: Okay, well, I mean, that's not ideal, but ah, know, it's yeah, not.
1: The, f- the fucking the cool thing about this game is that it's VR, too.
0: Yeah, on PlayStation, but not yeah. on PC, weirdly enough.
1: No, I, I looked on the Steam thing, it says VR.
0: I don't see VR any Oh, it's at the bottom. My bad.
1: VR support Come on, man. Do you, you even Steam?
0: Not really. Not as much as a... Uh... Actually, I've been spending most of my time on the Xbox app, but...
1: Oh. Game
0: Pass. Game Pass OP.
1: Um, yeah, it's out of the wish list. This is a game, I'm I'm excited about. Uh, it comes out soon, doesn't it?
0: It comes out five days before my birthday. If anyone's listening, who would be you know useful with that information?
1: Comes out three days before Sophia's birthday.
0: There you go. Get her a VR headset. I doubt <laughs> it would even like bit. <laughs> uh, actually. Don't give anyone under four. I think six VR. It can mess up their eyes.
1: Yeah, I could. I, c- I believe that.
0: Um, Andor, and don't worry, yeah. I
1: won't.
0: So that's coming out. August sorry October 2nd uh there's two games coming up before my, I want Crash 4 too if anyone listening mom your patron I love you Crash 4 <laughs> and Star Wars Squadrons both come out a week before my birthday just letting you know if you, you will it into the universe it'll come true you know Steve
1: <laughs> I guess sure I'll okay, just keep saying that's it for
0: which <laughs> that's it for which list. it either happens or I do it to myself the day after my birthday you know
1: yeah, I, I always uh, like to get the birthday gift myself. You know, I, you get, you, I always get a game, go out to EB Games or whatever. And it
0: uh, would always be, like, Thanksgiving weekend, so, like, my family would be around, and, like, someone would just drive me to the mall and be like, all right, Steve, and pick up a game. I'd be like, yeah, and I'd like I'd run around the store <laughs> checking out all the games. Oh, man, it was a good time. Shout-out to Aunt Teen, You're the OG. Shout-out to Aunt Meg. Got me addicted to games in the first place. The aunties really brought me to where I am today, Steve.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it for Wishlist. This Um Whew, wow, that's been a, an hour so far, Steve. Should we should we skip hot talk, hot take this week? I don't really have anything.
1: Nothing really. I guess like the DC should happen, but nothing mm-hmm. really, I don't really care about nothing anything really. Yeah,
0: yeah. The epic lawsuit's still going. I did note Xbox has officially. Uh, I don't know what the thing they did is. It was some legal thing where like they put their name on the epic suit to like join them to like uh, try and pressure Apple to open up their ecosystem, and I think Steve. But doesn't Microsoft my, my,
1: like off like do the same thirty percent thing?
0: Um, Xbox's split is thirty percent, but that's not what they're suing about. They're suing about offering to buy through the game or something. I don't know. I haven't read up as much, but I want to put my my fan theory out there. The Project X Cloud is not coming to iOS because of Apple's rules. Oh yeah, about that's streaming. right. Yeah. So I think their horse in this race is getting Project Cloud onto iOS because there's no they, the way they were going to do it on Android is they just download the app, sign in, and then start streaming. Google Play doesn't make any money through the subscription, right? Yeah. So that would violate Apple's terms of service, whereas Apple wants 30% of that subscription they're accessing through the thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's weird. Um, honestly, it's just a bunch of billionaires smacking their dicks off each other. There's not a whole lot. To really say other than that, I hope the best outcome here is the cut for developers gets bigger and the ecosystems open up to more people. I think it's a good best case scenario.
1: Yeah, if there's any benefits that pass down to the consumer, like that's good. I don't Mm -hmm. really give Mm -hmm. a fuck if Epic or Microsoft get a bigger cut. I don't give a shit. I don't have stocks. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And quite frankly, if I had stocks in the company, it wouldn't be that much. So because I'm not big dick Steve, who can just drop thousands of dollars on on these companies so mm-hmm. whatever by the way we missed uh pga 2k 21
0: oh my gosh how did i miss that Came oh, out now as well yeah on what is it ps4 xbox one is it on switch, switch?
1: it's on switch it's on stadia and, and stadia and uh, and steam so pga tour 2K21. developed here in nova
0: scotia um i actually just had dinner yesterday with one of the developers at hb shout out to heather making cool games over at hb
1: yo heather what up and Um,
0: uh yeah they uh they're i think almost 80 100 developers strong
1: yeah i was looking i was looking them up today when i wrote the story and they've been doing sports games for a while like they were working on nba live stuff uh oh yeah they were they were like in bed with ea for a long long time and then now Mm -hmm. they've kind of they made their own golf game when uh yeah the
0: the golf club right or two or something
1: uh yeah the golf club so they made two golf clubs including a vr1 and then I guess Two K was like, "Oh yeah, not making golf games anymore. Let's just, I'll, we'll just do that." And uh, mm-hmm. and so the last, the, the this is the second of the Two K golf games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I might, I might, you know, I might dabble. And I, I remember playing the. Actually, I'm going to add to my wish list right now. If you want to play, it. I remember play playing like the Wii version of Tiger Woods, and that shit was dope.
0: I had a DS one. Oh really? It wasn't good, but
1: that's fair. I'm going to add it. Because I, I like PGA
0: What is it? What's the full title, Steve? I'm I think it's just
1: called it. PGA 2K21.
0: PK, PGA Tour 2K21. Out now. Yep. Console, Stadia, PC. Play as 12 different pro golfers, 15 real courses, the ability to make your own golfer and your own golf courses. Check it out. HB Studios right here in Nova Scotia. That's
1: my wish. Lunenburg's
0: beautiful, too. I, we went to Lunenburg. It was my first time there. And, uh, the yeah, the studio's, like, right on the harbor there where they make all the ships and stuff. It's really cool. Nice. Very cool. All right. That's it for hot take wishlist, this news, just sealing all that up. And we're going to close out the show as we do Steve with what we've been playing. We got Steve set up to stream. So if we can get him playing those Xbox game pass games, steam games, we're all getting set up with. So that's exciting. Stay tuned for that. We didn't stream anything though, but that's okay. If you tuned into our test stream, I'm so sorry, Um, but (laughs) tune in again in the future. It'll be a lot better. (laughs) yeah uh, i kept
1: meaning it, to do it this week and and uh i just get too tired I'm
0: just you got vacation tired. man don't worry about it you're on you're on vacay
1: that's fair but i hashtag r yeah exactly but i did uh i mean you wrote S- shit all so i guess you didn't really play much i played uh i played more undermine this week and it's it's quickly becoming one of my favorite roguelikes like it's really it's pretty, yeah it's i'm enjoying the hell out of it like it's really really good Um, super hard though. I feel like I'm not progressing as fast as I should be. Hmm. And and I don't know if it's me being shitty or if the game is just really slow building. Um, so I, I kind of dove into the wiki a little bit just to see. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, it's really good. It's just that I'm, I'm, there's just runs where I'm like, ah, like I was so shit. And then, you know, it kind of takes you out a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I think the gameplay is like really solid. It's like randomized Zelda levels, basically like classic Zelda, like NES style. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, some good humor to the game too. And, and you level up, which is like the thing I need out of my roguelike. Like you don't level up, but you, you get like new gear and stuff like that. And you build towards that. So I'm mm-hmm. down with that. Um, I play some beat blast. Oh, now in early uh, access. Oh, now in early access. And they just hit a little milestone too, that they tweeted about that. They were quite proud yeah, of Yeah. They had
0: a great, great first week on steam. I think it was a thousand copies but, sold.
1: Yeah. Um, Good for yeah. them. Willy I Walrus. I think it's like 15, 16 bucks. So it's, you know, nice chunk of change heading their way.
0: Get, get them further into development.
1: So we, we were kind of gushing about this on uh wish list, this feature, and it's pretty dope. Like it's twin six shooter, but it has like some music note, like music part to it where you kind of build your own little music. Um, Sound track thing. I'm not a music guy, so I'm going to mess this up and mm-hmm. kind of, there's four different levels and, and, they each make a different tune, and they are they are tied to, like, a different weapon. So if you then have, like, kind of three in the same column, that will play the note for all three of those, but then also, like, merge those weapons together. Hmm. And it gets pretty, like, hectic, and it's a lot of fun. Um, again, I was pretty shitty at it. And I, th- I guess it's also, like, a rogue. It seems like it's a roguelite as well. Like, you, you die and you kind of... you. Um, can like get come upgrades back. yeah you come back and get upgrades and stuff like that um but it's pretty dope and like when you get farther along and the beats like really going you make your own music and then you can kind of like move the notes around and stuff to both adjust the music and adjust your weapons it's pretty cool mm-hmm. it's a really really cool system um i hope they kind of expand on it whatever they plan on doing I, if it's like updating this game or whatever i hope they kind of expand on because i think it's a really really cool mesh of two genres that's what i was thinking too yeah, so Beat Blast. Check it out. I recommend. I don't know if there's a demo. I think this game would do well with having a demo.
0: Mm, they have GIFs, and that's key to helping to get that game pitch across. But yeah, a demo would help.
1: Yeah, you need the... Because it's in early access, so I understand that. So they're still obviously like working on it. What are they... I should look into what they're going to add and stuff.
0: I want to play more. Right, see, before, hold that thought for a sec. I got yeah. two. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right, continue.
1: Um, several more bosses, more enemy types. Yeah, so they're just going to add more stuff. Uh, like, more... Just add more... M- plan to more abilities and music options. So that's good. Yeah, so you do find, like, abilities and stuff, too. Like, I found, like, a mine. So instead of... Uh, oh, mines doing-
0: always mess me up on, like, 2D shooters. I always have run into my own mines.
1: I don't think your mines can hurt you in this one. Okay, at least, okay. At least, like, when I had them. So you... Um instead of shooting the gun, it would shoot off like mines. And I was even able to have like the, the all four in the same column as mine. And it would just like made this, like basically a homing mine. It was pretty dope. Um, but then that of course makes like your, are you basically don't fire any weapons for like, I think, uh, it's like four seconds. Like you, um, it loops every four seconds. And so like, if you plan everything kind of at the start of that music note, like the end of it, you are basically just trying to run away and not get hit. So it's like a strategy of like you either combine everything into like one big burst at, at some point, or you kind of spread it along evenly. And uh, it's pretty cool, like it's really really fun. I recommend uh, people check it out. Yeah, it's fifteen. Let's hear. That. I'm on the Steam page right now. It's fifteen forty nine. So, um, you know, I would recommend giving it a shot. Excellent. I'm, I'm going to try to stream it because I want to. I because you also need to hear the music too. Like the, I want to gif- watch you stream it. The gifts are one thing, but you need to hear the music to it too, because that's when you get some. Some bumping shit. Wake up and hear the music. And uh, I did try out Marvel's Avengers Beta. Uh, I I played like an hour and a half of it, and I basically played mm-hmm. enough to like justify like me being purchasing it. I, I didn't even mm-hmm. really get that far into it. It's janky. It's uh, <laughs> it's like the the dialogue is really cheesy. Oh no. Um, but it's it's kind of what I want right now, like an RPG superhero game. I'm I'm, I'm down with it. I don't think it's going to. Be a really great game, though. Hmm. But I'm still excited for it.
0: And that's Idos Montreal, e...
1: Crystal Dynamics. I think is not it,
0: and Idos Montreal. I think,
1: yeah. So because they were they did instead of the the Tomb Raider game, they made the first two Tomb Raider games or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's Crystal Dynamics, Idos Montreal. So there you go.
1: True. I think it, I yeah, think it's it, fun. I think it has some. Some good shit in it. Um, it has a lot of destructible environments, which I really, really appreciate. Like I that's what you need
0: that, for a superhero game.
1: Yeah, I love that shit. And so you know, I was Hulk and just like whipping shit around, and and shit was just blowing up around me. It was good, mm-hmm. and it was running smooth too. Um, now
0: in the first uh, P- PlayStation exclusive beta, each pl- each character has a battle pass. And in the battle pass screen for each character, there's what looks like two rows, Mm, one, a potentially free row. And then there's a giant space underneath that looks like it would be where the premium row would go. Fuck.
1: I really hope not. Uh, Yeah. I saw the character. Is that
0: still in the beta you played?
1: Well, I saw, I, I, I didn't get that far into it. I, so I unlocked Mm -hmm. the part where you can get the character. What do they call it? Character sheet or something like that. But it wasn't. I couldn't toggle it. Like I couldn't go into it. And the store was down as well. Like it wasn't available yet. So I don't. I don't know yet. Um, I didn't really get a chance to see it. What? Mm-hmm. You know. I wouldn't surprise me. Like the the thing that I'm kind of accepting with this game is that it's going to be just like a fucking giant microtransaction mess.
0: It's like NBA Two K Twenty.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of like I've accepted that a little bit. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem kind of in your face. Um, cause I, cause like NBA two K 20, right. It's like you level up your character with, with the stuff that you buy mm-hmm. as well as cosmetics. But if this is just and cosmetics, you like, you literally watch real ads in the game. Yeah, I know. So if this is just cosmetics, the, the two, the one really concerning thing for Marvels is that there's like nine different currencies or nine different like things that you have to get, like resources to build, sh- to like build shit or upgrade shit. And I'm like, what are you like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why is there so many things just to like level up a piece of gear? Like, it, it that was very strange. I was like, what? I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that like there's nine resources, and then it looked like there was two currencies because there was oh, like, man. just your credits or whatever, and then there was premium currency. Which You're hurting I, my soul, Steve. Which I had. I don't know if I, I would have it in the main game because I couldn't like spend it on anything. Um. So there's like a yeah, there yeah, there's definitely concern for the game, um, but there's some there's some good stuff in it too, and and there's some. You know, like you can just like un- like equip all the strongest powered stuff, which is like so dope um, in a game like this when you're trying to just get to end game. Um, end game, exactly. Both both the movie and the end of the game. So it's I'm excited. I played enough of it to be like, okay, yeah, this isn't this is decent. I'm I want to play more. I don't want to like really play that much more of the beta because it seems like the beta is literally just the first like. The, the part of the first half of the game or like the the start of the game that I would play again so I'm like I don't want to play this shit again mm-hmm. um so I'm 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 you know I'm going to cop it day one we ask for codes too if we get codes we get codes if not I'll I'll cop it but
0: And you'll get that that PS5 upgrade right?
1: Yeah, I think that's free.
0: Mm-hmm. So so that's a plus.
1: Yeah. So that's good.
0: Which is a very non-sleazy thing to do in a game that appears to build itself up for what could be a lot of sleaze.
1: Yeah, it definitely has the potential to, to just be a real like, disappointing amount of sleaze. <laughs> Where it's just like, they oh. want it
0: to be such a long game, Steve. They want this to be a platform that people like build groups and communities on, like World of Warcraft. Probably. And I don't think it will be, and I think we'll see as soon as it doesn't hit the numbers they want in terms of money and recurrent user spending or whatever, that it may slowly be dropped.
1: Yeah, we just to see how this does like on ND- NBT and like how it sells and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's already they're already like fragmenting the player base a little bit with, with like Spider Man exclusivity. Yeah, so it's like like there's no crossplay. Like, are you going to have crossplay at some point? <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a lot of weird things with the game, but I had fun. Is basically mm-hmm. like, the, the end game of it. And I only played as, like, two characters. Like, the one girl, Miss Marvel or whatever her name is, is basically just Kratos. Like, you basically just control her as Kratos. <laughs> like, she... That's awesome. Her hands stretch out as if they're the the blades of Hades. Chaos. Chaos, yeah, that was it. So it's, like, it has the strong attack move. It's, like, the same animations, too. And I'm like, oh, this is... She's just Kratos, and it's fun. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't know. Apparently, Iron Man's not that fun. I think, like, it'll be, like, some characters are... Be- like, it's cool that characters are different you know Mm -hmm. um it's not like when you play destiny and every character it's just basically the guns you have and like a few things abilities Abilities. but like scarlet uh or no sorry black widow will control completely different than like iron man sort of thing so i I appreciate that Mm -hmm. we will be we'll be covering it up till launch yeah september 4th i think right so
0: um i don't did i talk about i played microsoft flight simulator did I talk about that last week?
1: No, I didn't. You're, you and I were talking about it because you spent like oh, five I was days listening to
0: the it. yeah, I was listening to the download music during the last podcast. But yeah. I did end up playing it. I don't like simulators. I learned that very fast. Even on like the easiest difficulty, trying to get off the runway, I was like, oh my gosh. So anyway, I took off from Halifax, crashed into my apartment building, and uninstalled. <laughs> so, uninstalled. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Uninstalled. You didn't even give it a shot.
0: I did after I crashed my plane into my apartment building. what well, really I wanted I to do for that game? Right. No no, it's fine it's it's not for me, but it's very impressive. They Fair have enough. essentially through AI and uh satellite data made the entire planet foot for foot that you can fly over in like hundreds and hundreds of airports, yeah, true. It's pretty crazy,
1: yeah, it's cool. My computer could not run it or no nope. mine it. barely could
0: yeah so yeah, it's just hundred and fifty gigabytes I didn't need on my hard drive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fair.
0: That's fair. All right, Steve, that's it for this episode. Number 156 of the Canadian game podcast. If you want to help us keep the show running and supporting us, you can do so over at Canadian game devs. Oh, Patreon.com slash canadian game devs. Uh, if you back us there, you get special two day early access to the show, occasional game key giveaways, discount codes for Canadian gaming events. Uh, you also get into a Patreon exclusive discord channel and the knowledge that you're helping us keep the lights on doing what we do you also get your name at the end of the credits if you choose the back as higher than a dollar a month like these lovely folks huge thank you to aaron mcleod elizabeth avery hanel jean laguette jeff shepstone jeffrey canham graf metal kai hutchins m5 games nicholas a zorko nav from the academy of games pixel underscore alex sean hayden slaughter neko and stacy h thank you all so much for your support and all our other patrons we really appreciate you if you listen on apple Podcasts, please leave us a review we'd love to take your feedback if you're not on Apple, send us an email with your feedback at contact at Uh Yeah, and if you like the episode or show, share it with someone. Uh, word of mouth really helps in a big way. Thanks for hanging out with me this week, Steve. It was a good time, as always.
1: Anytime. Toronto Raptors <sighs> uh, are on to the next round, so hook it up. Oh, is
0: it, like, already the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And
1: playoffs for, like, a week. They basically just had, like, a quick, like, eight-game season to finish huh. it off, and then uh, and then playoffs.
0: You think they're gonna back to back?
1: It's gonna be tough, and Lowry got injured today, so I don't, so it depends on that. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna to be tough. I don't think so, hmm. but. We'll
0: hmm. See. Hmm. see. Yeah, I don't have anything to add other than watching it last year it was really like at the end there was just like two minutes where everyone knew they won, but like nothing was happening.
1: Yeah the the end of a basketball game can take a long time. Very annoying. It's like
0: football in that regard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sports aren't so, perfect,
0: so <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, eventually, uh, after I solve microtransactions, I'll design the perfect sport. Um, <laughs> that's next on the list. That's just always always entertaining and never just an awful two minutes at the end where everyone knows what's going to happen and you just have to go through the motions.
1: By the way, I, as a like the the NBA subreddit, by the way, is quite hilarious. Like you might need to know a little bit about the players and the drama and stuff like that. But it's pretty like there's some really fucking funny people on it and there's some good comments. Um so I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my night looking at that.
0: That's good. I have some uh some pitches currently in the works at Hard Drive Mag, everyone's favorite satirical gaming site, so I'll be sharing those if they get approved. So yeah, follow at Hard Drive Mag for some some good funny gaming content. Um yeah, and you can follow us at Canada Game Devs on Twitter, CanadianGameDevs.com, join our Discord, follow us we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Canada Game Devs on Twitter, at Canadian Game Devs everywhere else. Join our Discord, though. It's been growing pretty fast. We have a lot of great people hanging out, talking, and uh, I enjoy it. It's a great space. And you can find me on Twitter, at Stephen Riley S-T-E-P-H-A-N-R-E-I-L-L-Y. But if you just go to at Canada Game Devs, we are both linked in the that Profiles description. Where can people find you, Steve?
1: Uh, Stephen L. Crane on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to start tweeting about Sega Genesis. quite a quite excited about building that and i Excellent. also we're going to be on tiktok well i mean canadian, canadian game does is on tiktok but i saw a thing today or the other day where people can get paid now with views they're so that's, starting
0: but it's very very exclusive they're like starting with like a few dozen people
1: yeah so let's who so already
0: have millions of followers so let's get there we could try we could try it's a niche it's a niche audience but we could build it and i think uh i've seen some good video game content on tiktok already
1: see i have don't get a lot of video game stuff i get anime and like mom mm-hmm. stuff or like parent stuff um
0: my only tiktok to blow up was like a joke i made in smash ultimate
1: wasn't it the trump uh trump oh version? no that
0: was a youtube video i made oh. it got like a hundred thousand views but the the tiktok was a. Uh, when Sans got added to the game, like the the ten minutes after Sans was available to download, I did a a little it was one of like the popular songs at the time. Um, where it's like, Wait, who are you? I am you. No, you're not. You are me or whatever. But and it's Sans fighting Ness. And the the game theory is that Sans is Ness in the future, and mm. uh, Papyrus is one of like the robot things from Earthbound. So it was it was a really niche well, I guess not really niche because Game Theory has like 5 million views on that video, but it was like a, a super niche kind of gaming joke and it, it resonated with people. Yeah, true. <sighs> anyway, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter too or, or TikTok. There's too much, too much going on, Steve. I'm sweating and tired and need to turn my AC back on.
1: Too much social media. All right, let's do it. Let's go turn your AC on back
0: on. All right, have a good night, everyone. See ya.
1: Bye, everyone.